Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hi, I'm John McEnroe. I'm Bjorn Borg. This is Martina Navratilova. I'm Mats Wilander. I'm Stan Wawrinka. I'm Leighton Hewitt. I'm Andy Murray. And you're listening to The Tennis Podcast. Well, it is Sunday, the 16th of June. It is the eve of the Fever Tree Championships 2019. And you find myself, Catherine Whitaker, David Law, Media Director of the Fever Tree Championships, and Matt Roberts uh, in the LTA suite at the Queen's Club overlooking the practice court. Some deck chairs are just being paraded past us. I'm not sure where they're off to, but they look very inviting indeed. And frankly, the whole place looks very inviting indeed. We've had qualifying and we are headed into the championships which start in a matter of hours. We'll be bringing you daily podcasts from the championships. This is the first of them and uh, there's a lot to look forward to. There is. There's players everywhere. It's it's (laughs) amazing, isn't it? I've been here a week. I'm already exhausted. We haven't even started yet. David had one night of ten hours sleep and has been talking about it for a week. And a think you, you seem to think that's going to last you for the next ten days. It was the best day of my adult life. <laughs> but I know for a fact that, that was ten hours non. That there was a stoppage in there because I got an email from David at four o'clock in the morning during those what? ten hours. Ten hours of non-sequential sleep yeah. does not count, David. <laughs> non-sequential, but very consequential. <laughs> oh, you see what he's done there. Yeah, and so I felt great for 24 hours, and then I followed it with two four-hour nights. Uh, but I don't care, because, I'm, as you say, we're here at the Queen's Club, and we've just had media day, we've had all the players here, we've had Andy Murray in great form and great sort of spirit. In fact, I think Andy Murray is standing over your right shoulder, David, oh, yeah, on practice court number seven, which is where he always practices. Um, he has been having a hit, a uh, doubles hit, uh, with the Bryan brothers. That is two metal hips <laughs> on one court. Has that ever happened before? Well, I, I don't think it has. <laughs> certainly, certainly not at elite level, maybe out there amongst... Answers on a postcard. He, Andy Murray's basically just going to follow Bob Bright about, isn't he? <laughs> yeah. And just keep saying, so what happens like when I do this? And what happens yeah. when I do that? But pretty smart move to be practising your doubles with Bob Bryan and Mike Bryan. I think he's got that right as much as anything, Andy, in that scenario. Yeah, and Jamie, his, uh, his brother, obviously, and new partner, Neil Skubsky, they were hitting earlier with the top double seeds Cabal and Farah, who will be Murray and Lopez's first round opponents. It's not the best draw for Andy Murray's uh, embarkation on a doubles career. Bit of scouting there from Jamie, checking out Andy's first round opponent, I think. Um, So yeah, that's kind of when we were at the draw, all of us together yesterday. Matt was covering it for, for the tournament, David was emceeing it, I was just 
there for the laugh. Just hanging around. <laughs> just hanging out. Having a laugh. Um, when has the doubles draw ever been the main event at a draw ceremony before? I mean, I mean, the singles draw was good enough, but the, the funny let's thing be was honest, uh, the, the way we do the draw is that that our legendary tournament referee Jim Moore, who's in his eighties and has been doing this for for more than forty years, he he carries a, a, a bowl into. The, uh, the the crowd that are watching and gets them all to pick out chips um, to s- decide who plays where and the wonderful marketing director of Fevertree <laughs> picked out three chips over the course of 20 minutes and she picked out Kyle Edmund, the British number one, to face the top seed Stefanos Tsitsipas. Uh, then there was... Um, uh, Dan Evans to face Stan Wawrinka and then there was Andy Murray and Feliciano Lopez to play the top seeds in the doubles I tell you what, I think that's a worse Ooh, draw for Stan, for Stan Wawrinka than it is for Dan Evans discuss Dan yeah. Evans who as we speak will be playing the final of the men's challenger event uh, in Nottingham I think or mm. certainly getting underway in a matter of moments he's on a roll he's yeah. in the mix he is in the is he, is he in the mix though yeah well we're Dan having Evan- a big debate about this Dan is, Evans is in the mix. Isn't it curious in the mix? He's just walked past. Yes. Well, I can't say no now that well, the, he's okay. in the vicinity. Right. He's uh, given well, us like, a f- funny look at the moment, so I think we'll say yes, shall we? He is in yeah. the mix, although I don't like the look of the strapping on his knee. Well, I saw a little exchange, so about an hour ago, Andy Murray was having a... It was hitting on, on court seven over David's right shoulder, and uh, Nick Kyrgios walks past and uh, heckles him. He says, well, well, well. Andy Murray I didn't think I'd see the day back on a tennis court and Andy just turns around and goes what the f- is that on your knee because he has got a knee brace the size of whales on his right knee it would be a leg brace on me <laughs> Yeah. Maybe, maybe it's not anything medical. Maybe it's just one of the things that he's like wearing these days. Like a sleeve. Maybe yeah. it's like one of those elbow sleeves Yeah, things. like a round-itch sleeve. Yeah. yeah. Maybe it's We that. can but hope. Um, I've got to go and do media director duties. <laughs> I'll see you later. <laughs> right then, off he goes. That was our... That was actually that was our cameo from media director David Law that, for the week. That was actually a very good insight into what it is like with David at Queen's. <laughs> yeah. you, you, you have him for about five or ten minutes and then... Puff, he's off. I hear rumours that you had a meeting with him earlier this week where he turned his phone off. That's true. He, he turned his phone off and we had almost an hour, I think, of David Law without phone. We were thinking how many WhatsApp messages did he go back to? <laughs> <laughs> Probably over 100. He posted a screenshot of our group chat earlier on, uh, on the Tennis Podcast um, Twitter feed and most of the responses have been about the... Um, Exposition of the fact that David at that moment had 34 unread iMessages and 12,000 unread emails. <laughs> so that is a glimpse into the life of David Law during uh, during the Fever Tree Championships. Um, Matt, you've been monitoring all the player interviews all day, picking up, noting down all the interesting stuff that they've had to say. What is that interesting stuff? Well, we've working for the tournament. We do the sort of Fun in, fun interviews with them, asking them. You say we? Who's been doing them today? Well, it's been a kid called Vuk. <laughs> Be careful how you say it, but yeah. it's Vuk. V-U-K. Yeah, this morning everyone had only ever seen that name written down, and um, much debate over pronunciation. <laughs> everyone very relieved to discover it was a ooh sound uh, rather than various available yeah. alternatives. And he was great. He just 
unfiltered questions. He asked Kevin Anderson whether he got bored playing that really long match at Wimbledon. (laughs) (laughs) Subtext, the rest of us did. Yeah, Exactly. He asked Stefano Tsitsipas whether he's ever cut his hair and Tsitsipas said, yeah, I went to the barber the other week and he said, I I can't see any evidence of that. (laughs) Um, He asked Dimitrov for advice with the ladies. Yes. Who said that you need to pick a woman with a kind heart or something like that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> sure. Um, yeah, so Vuk. Vuk has Vuk's been, been running doing the all show. our work for us and he's nine. Kids can get away with a lot, can't they? they what can. did he ask Andy Murray? He asked Andy Murray why he didn't pick to play with Jamie in doubles. <laughs> and uh, Andy said it was a, you know, it's been a complicated process. Well, I spoke to Andy on um, Wednesday for a big interview for, for Prime Video. And um, he said that he had his first, he was really eager to start, once he'd made the decision to, to play doubles here, he was really keen to hit with Jamie to to get a genuine gauge of where he was at he said you know I felt like Jamie was the one that I could most rely on to give me an accurate assessment he said the first time they hit and this would have been what about three or four weeks ago he gave him a two out of ten and that but then he said within within ten days maybe even only a week later he said he was up to a six out of ten okay so I mean obviously you want to be more than a six out of ten but that's a pretty steep upward trajectory so by now he's probably on about 48 out of 10 <laughs> if it continued like that so um yeah i mean look I, I i spent about 40 minutes watching andy murray practice earlier and i've no i've no idea where he's at i find it very uh, we often discuss on the podcast how difficult it is to gauge where someone's at with their game in practice it's even more difficult in the doubles court it's so difficult i mean look, i remember distinctly last year when obviously he made his re- return to singles here at queen's and limp watch was on, wasn't it? And I feel like that has gone at least. Yeah, uh, it does look. It, it looks like it's gone. Yeah, which is amazing. And he just seems happy. And he looks five years younger than he did mm. in January, at least. I know being sort of clean shaven <laughs> is part of that. Um, but honestly, when he walked into the press conference room earlier, alongside Feliciano Lopez, who just sat there <laughs> for most of it someone threw him one question I think to, to make his trip worthwhile but he didn't seem to mind at all I think he's enjoying the whole experience of playing with Andy yeah when, when Murray walked in honestly it, it was it was like a different guy different guy to the one here a year ago two years ago to the one in Australia in January you can see the weight lifted from him and that's just just amazing I mean great advert for escape rooms which is apparently what he's been doing with his free time he's been going to escape rooms right okay is that because and there was a the 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 age demographic of the British press core in tennis it's not in a sweet spot for escape rooms rooms. so there was a a lot of looks of consternation in the room and then uh, Andy sort of said oh you've got to try one the grit (laughs) and uh, and and I think one of the journos said oh we'd never get out and he went yeah that might not be a bad thing And I think everyone just sort of looked at one another and said, yeah, we've missed him. Um, and and the humour's back. The humour's back, yeah. He's just, he was sort of asked about, you know, what what made you decide to come back? And he just said, well, I love, love playing tennis, so why, why wouldn't I? Yeah. Why wouldn't I want to do this? Um, he said he, he noticed he was watching some kids play tennis and made him remember being a kid playing tennis and... 
getting into it and yeah it was all it was all very um wistful and yes. sentimental and lovely it was all lovely so andy murray will play alongside feliciano lopez against the top seeds cabal and Farah on wednesday that match is confirmed for wednesday confirmed yeah. for wednesday um there will be some doubles action tomorrow i think the brian brothers are playing tomorrow on court number one the order of play for tomorrow is out and it starts off with fernando vidasco against daniel medvedev that's at midday center court then the defending champion marin chilich against I think we're going with clay court specialist Christian Garin. Would you, yeah. would you go for Although that? Although he got a few wins on grass this week. But yeah, I'm still definitely putting him in the clay court specialist category. Then Cameron Norrie against Kevin Anderson. Fitness question marks over Kevin Anderson. Real mm. unknown quantity. No idea what to expect. He's not played since the Miami Open in March. And then Gilles Simon against qualifier James Ward, who beat Gunnarsson yesterday in the first round and beat Ivo Karlovic today to qualify which is I know Ivo's 400 years old but that is a heck of a win well, on when, this surface when we were having our big debate about the mix you said <laughs> 32 players in the Queen's draw men's singles how many are in the mix Stephen Farrow tournament director says they're all in the mix they're all in the mix Well, David... and I see what he's done there I mean it is if there's any draw in tennis where every player could possibly be considered to be in the mix this is it. Mm. However, David went a step further and was picking people from qualifying <laughs> to be in the mix, and one of those was Ivo Karlovic. And I said, Seriously? "You're making a mockery of the mix. Making David. a mockery of the mix. It's not a free for all." No, Nicholas Mahu is he in the mix because no, he's qualified, but he's not in the mix. Former finalist. These, I'm, I'm making the arguments that David might be yes. making had he not dashed off to be important somewhere. Um, form, former finalist here. No. No, he's not in the mix. Not in the mix. Maybe in the doubles mix. Pierre <laughs> <laughs> Hugo Bear's not here this year. Is no, he? he's playing with so, Roger Vasselin. He's yeah. found another double barreled Frenchman to play with. So where are we drawing the line with the mix? I I feel extremely strongly that Dan Evans is in the mix. I would agree. I, th- I mean, he's on, as we record, I think he's on an eight or nine match winning streak, having won Surbiton and backed it up. By going well in Nottingham, and I think that I think you're right. I think that's a worse draw for Wawrinka than it is for Evans. Wawrinka, who's added Danny Valverde to his team for the grass, something he's done yeah. in previous years. Added he had someone, Richard Krejcik, Richard Krejcik and Paul Anacone. Yeah, it's not worked before. <laughs> no. Yeah, um, yeah. Fact, Danny, the bar is low. Exactly, beating Dan Evans would be. That'd be, that would be a really what, good win. That'd for be Stan. a really big win it would. for Vavrinka. Yeah. Um, he's had horrible draws here in the past, hasn't he? Yeah. He's had Kyrgios first round. I can't quite remember who he had last year, but really difficult draws. Query, I think. Sam Query, former champion. Um, so, yeah, and Wayne Ferreira has joined the Team Chilich. Team Chilich. Yeah, 1992 Queen's champion Wayne How Ferreira. was defending champion Marin Chilich in interview today? Because. It's, he's a really interesting proposition at the moment because he's defending champion here. He loves it. This is where he's probably played some of his best ever tennis. Absolutely. And yet he's had this awful 12 months. Really, it, you feel like it all started at Wimbledon last year. Yeah. And he lost in the first round after going in pretty much his second favourite, maybe even, after winning the title here. It feels like it's all fallen apart a bit rel- relative to, to his high standards. So how was he? He seemed well. He he said that thing about, you know, whenever he gets on the grass at Queen's, he, he feels the history of the place. And I think 
as you said, that's important for him because he's got such good history here. So I think when he's saying that, he's talking about the good feelings that he's had here before, as much as the history of the of the tournament is kind of you feel it when you're on site you, you see all the roles of honour and, and the great big posts that we're looking on at now on the side of the court has Jimmy Connors and Stefan Edberg Stan Smith Arthur Ashe you know there's so much history here and it can be inspiring I think and Chilich as much as anything he sees his own he sees himself lifting the trophy and last year lifting the trophy on his own terms was such a big moment for him in his career because he obviously won it here in 2012 with yeah. now Bandon's disqualification and I just think it's kind of his happy place Queens my guess would be I haven't I haven't even I, I caught a, a far away glimpse of Stefanos Sitsipas practicing over on court number four earlier but I haven't seen any of him close up haven't heard his interviews but I imagine that he would be somebody that would be misty-eyed around this place misty-eyed at all those things you described Chilich being misty-eyed about and he was also very pleased with the grass we went out to watch him yesterday and he said to his father while they were practicing he said oh at least the bounce is true and pure I think perhaps Ooh. perhaps Ooh. a little <laughs> a little special dig at Hatogan uh, Bosch where he was and lost in the first round last week who did he lose to he lost to Jarry didn't he Nicholas, Nicholas Jarry, Jarry of Labour who, Cup fame who was in qualifying here a last a last dash entrant into qualifying um but didn't make it through qualies. Um, he lost them. There have been a few funky results on the grass so far. He had Zverev losing to Dustin Brown in Stuttgart. I mean, maybe that's not a funky result. But um, it's, it's it's grass court season, so Dustin Brown is men- <laughs> is mentioned again. Do you know that what I mean? guy that was in the press conferences in Paris. All those quotes he all gathered quotes he suddenly coming into their own. His the keep profile. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Who have they got in the? So Matteo Berrettini is in a. He's won the title in Stuttgart, beating Orjo Aliassime, who was in his first ever professional tournament on grass, and he got to the final. And presumably is now hot-footing it to Queens. We expect him here tomorrow. Yeah, and he look. Felix Orjo Aliassime is having an amazing year, but he's now lost three finals. He's lost. Rio, Lyon and now Stuttgart so he is going to want to get over that hurdle before it becomes a thing do you know what I mean? Kyle Edmund was in that position before he he won Antwerp last year Um, it certainly can become a thing Ready to pop the question? The jewellers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST. And up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hello, Tennis Podcast listeners. David here. Now, you might know that I love a bit of cooking. And I think I'm quite good at it. But if I'm honest, even I get fed up trying to work out what to do every night. That's where Home Chef comes in. 
being able to put together a delicious meal without the long prep and the cook times, well, that's pretty cool. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify your cooking experience. They have over 30 options a week and serve a variety of dietary needs, so you don't have to worry about what to make ahead of time. Not only is it convenient, but it's economical too. Home Chef customers save an average of $86 per month on groceries. Now, for a limited time, Home Chef is offering Tennis Podcast listeners 18 free meals plus free dessert for life and, of course, free shipping on your very first box. Go to homechef.com slash tennis. That's homechef.com slash tennis for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. You heard it right. The draw. From the mix to the draw. Yes. So the tasty, I mean, we've already discussed Evans against Wawrinka, Sitsipas against Edmund. Would you put Sitsipas as the favourite there? Yeah, I would. Yeah. I, I mean, he's the top seed, isn't he? And, and Edmund doesn't love grass. Yeah, so. and Sitsipas has had a match on grass. Okay, he lost it, but it's not like it's his first match on the surface. And yeah, I would put Sitsipas, uh, not a big favourite because... We can see upsets, but I would definitely put him as the favourite in that match. And the other really exciting first round is Del Potro Shapovalov. Who's the favourite there? Del Potro, just, I would say. I just don't know where Shapovalov's at at all. I'm really interested to sort of get a close-up look and try and get a feel for, for where he's at. I know he's working with this coach that he worked with when he was a junior, when he was 16. Um... And I don't know. I mean, I don't know much about him specifically as a coach, but that suggests to me somebody that's searching for some comfort zone. Yeah. Um, and he, well, he'll, he'll be pleased that Jan Leonard Struff is not here <laughs> because he's lost to Jan Leonard Struff three times in two months. Gosh. Yeah. It's, he's really got his number at the moment. That's a Marit Safin Fabrice Santoro type situation, yeah. isn't it? That is a tasty first. I mean, Medvedev Vadasco, which is the first match on tomorrow, is really I, tasty. I feel like Vadasco always plays the first match on at Queens. I, I mean, <laughs> this this is my fifth Queens. I'm sure it's happened multiple times before. Daniil Medvedev, that lesser spotted Russian that loves grass. And is lurking, I think, is he in Sitsipas's section? So the winner of Vadasco Medvedev takes on the winner of Jay Clark, the young British wildcard who takes on Luca Pui. Um, and in that section also is uh, Bublik. He's good fun, isn't he? He is great fun. He came through qualifying. Um, and Schwartzman. Bublik plays Schwartzman, and then the winner of that plays either Chilich or Garin. Uh, we've also got uh, Francis Tierfo's been drawn against uh, Nicola Mau. No one wants that, do they? No, that I, I, even though Mau's not in the mix, I would probably back him to it's, beat Tierfo. So that means Tierfo definitely not in the mix. Correct. Yeah. Tierfo, oh, he's unseeded. I was expecting to see a number next to Tierfo's name, but he's unseeded, not in the mix. At no, all. I don't think so. I'd be, oh. I'd be stunned if Tierfo won. So you would give. If David were here, would he be saying Tierfo is in the mix? I think so. I, I mean, think if James Ward is in the mix, then Francis Tierfo <laughs> has to be. Yes. Well, as you said, if, if James Ward is in the mix, the mix is the draw. <laughs> <laughs> Diego Schwartzman, mix? No. Um, Milos Raonic, mix? Yes, I think he has mark. to be. I mean, he he could have played on clay, I believe. Yeah, right. he opted to skip it completely. He he was fit for certainly the end of the clay court season, and 
had made his intentions pretty clear to practice on grass as early as possible. I think he was stopped because of the weather. We've had some rain in the last two weeks in London. But he did pull out with, a, I think it was a back injury in Stuttgart yesterday. He gave Ojoalia Sim a walk over into the final. So if he's, if he's okay physically, I think he, he has to be on the list of potential winners of this tournament but the back injury is a concern. Alex Dimonor takes on Aliash Bedne Dimonor in the mix? Borderline. He's, is he the cutoff? He might be. I was thinking maybe 12 or 13 players and he was towards the lower end of that list. I Feliciano think. Lopez, former champion wildcard here in the mix? No, I don't, David I know does think so but he's, I mean, he's barely... He's barely played. I mean, he was yeah. making jokes in that aforementioned press conference earlier during the one question that he was asked. He was making jokes about how, um, in fact, they were discussing Andy and uh, uh, Murray and Lopez were discussing amongst themselves the whole process of their discussions about entering here. And yeah. Apparently, Andy Murray was saying that Lopez had been really cavalier about getting in to the doubles draw. And Andy had sort of had to say, no, mate, I've had a look at our rankings <laughs> and I've had a look at the cutoff and it's really going to be touch and go. And Lopez was like, oh, yeah, I hadn't realised how bad my ranking was. Um, I mean, yeah, he has slipped. But well, he's a tournament director now. I mean, <laughs> he was he was on the balcony with tournament director here, Stephen Farrow, on Stephen Farrow's birthday the other day. And, you know, I wonder whether they were swapping stories about being a tournament director. He's got a lot of irons in the fire, hasn't he? Singles, doubles and tournament directing Uh, is Dimitrov in the mix I don't think so he's been talking a lot about a shoulder injury he's got he's been talking about it in a sort of really resigned accepting kind of a way like as though it's here I have to deal with it yeah this is my life now hmm. Um, I remember he said in Paris I I hope every day I, I wake up and I'm not in pain with my shoulder I mean that is that is not a, sustainable. Needs to have a good long chat with Andy Murray, I'd yeah. say. Crikey, that's that's a bit bleak, actually. Mm. All right, I'll stop. I'll stop giving him a hard time for his form. Um, Jeremy Shardy, Adrian Manorino, he could be in the mix. Who Lefty. plays the man who's just walked past us? Nick Kyrgios done his media duties, walking oh, it is, back. It is a big knee brace. Still has that on his knee, and yeah, Anna Marino, Manorino got the special exempt in and plays Kyrgios first round, which. I would say is pretty tight. Yeah, I mean, it was it was inf- when I was searching a minute ago for who it was that lost to Matteo Berrettini. It was Nick Kyrgios, wasn't it? In yes. fifty-seven minutes. Yeah. In Stuttgart, and he says that the grass is kind of good for his game, good for his soul, makes him feel good. Yeah. I'll tell you what, though, I mentioned it. I think on our what would it have been our last. Um, in the dying embers of our extremely fatigued final French Open pod, that who doesn't want him to have a good week here? Because if he be doesn't, unseeded he's unseeded at Wimbledon, and that is a disaster for everyone. For everyone, um, the mix. Who's the favourite, Matt? Who is the favourite for this title Gosh. this week? Sitsipas. Really? Well, I think so. I think it's one of those it's one of those draws where there are lots of people that can win it, but mainly because a lot of people don't have amazing form, if you know what I mean. Yeah, all all the names that you would instinctively go to are actually the people that have no form. They Raonic, all have caveats. Anderson, Chilich. 
even Del Potro. I mean, yeah. Um, and the form players are the one with no track record here or particularly on grass. So it, that puts a really interesting spin on the whole thing. Okay, different question for you then. Different flavour of prediction. How far are Lopez Murray getting in the doubles? Oh, wow. Will they get to a semi-final meeting with Jamie Murray and Neil Skubsky? Also an interesting new partnership. Yeah, the they... Skubskys are claiming that, that was it was not awkward at all when, Although... when Neil said, <laughs> I'm ditching you for Jamie Although Murray. Although I hadn't realised that Ken is ten years older. It's not ten years. Did you get that information from the person I think you got that information from? Who was that? <laughs> it's not. It's eighty three and eighty nine. I believe oh, there's okay. a six year age gap. Okay, but the point remains that it's, like Ken Skupski is very much coming towards the end of his career, whereas Neil has still probably got his prime years left. And it's and it's clearly and intelligently a move from both Jamie Murray and Bruno Suarez to have gone with younger younger partners. Yeah, so. Bruno Suarez playing here with Pavic. Yes, who is a lot younger, I think, yeah. 25? Yeah. 26, she's very young for a doubles player. So yeah. I've, I've, We digress from the question, yeah. Matt. I'm not sure if they'll beat Cabal and Farah. That's, that's a re- I mean, top seeds. That's a, and, top seeds, but they don't love grass. But it, but it is so much about the partnerships with doubles, isn't it? And how much are Murray and Lopez going to be in lefty, sync? Lefty and righty? But I would have thought Murray would want to play on the ad side, on his backhand. But yeah. Lopez, that would be Lopez's forehand. So I, I'm, I'm very intrigued what side they're going to play they've, on. Uh, they've yet, As we record, they've yet to practice together. They're both out practising earlier today. Murray practised twice, I think, for nearly three hours in total. They, um, they did have a little hit together oh, did yesterday. They? They did have a little. How did that look? Friendly on the same side of the court or against Um, one another? They were hitting against one another. Okay. So I don't think they've practiced their formation yet. If you like, maybe they'll toss a coin for the ad side. I mean, you can't have Lopez on the hitting backhand. Surely he'll just get (laughs) picked off at the net, won't he? (laughs) I mean, I don't know. Maybe he's not. Maybe he's got no intention of staying at the back of the court, and he's just going to come forward. Well, look who I'll do a well, well, well. I never thought I'd see the day. Let's see if I can try and talk without being out of breath. <laughs> we are, we're still on the mix, David. <laughs> oh, crikey. Well, I mean, it's the only talking point. It covers all talking points in any tennis tournament. Now. Yeah. Um, the cut-off for the mix. Ooh. You're sort of exempt from the discussion, because if you think James Ward's in the mix, that means you think everyone in the draw is in the mix. So Semi-finalist. Deal done. Deal 2011, done. I was there when he beat Stan Wawrinka. I was there when 2011. I was there when he beat Sam Querrey and when he beat Adrian Manorino. All the big names. Including a 16-14 second set tiebreak. Jimmy, someone tweeted us a little bit. I'm I'm, I'm filling here, David, to give you some time to get your breath back. Someone tweeted us earlier to let us know that the mix is actually a digital London-based youth charity. So we've been inadvertently supporting the youth of London. With I, every podcast, I feel better about it now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I mean, I'm getting the blame for the mix. I don't actually think I. I don't think the words came out of my mouth first. I think if we go back to the podcast that we did just before the French Open, I actually think Catherine came out with it first. Well, we'd probably be talking about it on and off for seven years. It's it's the bad predictors get out of jail mm. free card. It's what we've been needing for seven. Why years. Why are you looking at me when you say that? <laughs> I mean, Are we doing daily predictions from this one? No. No. 
Well, Great. not officially. David might no. see to that. No. no. I'm not sure David's allowed to predict. Probably not allowed. No. <laughs> <laughs> right then. Um, Matt thinks Stefanos Sitsipas is favourite for the title. Discuss. That's a very that's a very good call. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just thinking because as we've said all the players who you would naturally think, Anderson, Chilich, they've all got these caveats next mm. to them. And I just think Sitspass has had a match on grass. Okay, he lost it, but he's, he's not got to get over that. And we've seen how f- he's been going far in so many tournaments this year. Yeah. I think it would be strange for him to lose back to back in early in successive tournaments, s- even though it's grass. Have you seen much of him behind the scenes, David? I would imagine that he would be the sort of person that absolutely will fall in love with the Queen's Cup yeah, and be he, really misty-eyed. He got here it. last night, quite quite late on, and, uh, you know, it's when they arrive at these tournaments, they're often pretty tired because they're coming straight from another one. But, you know, he just, honestly, he looked just horrifically fresh <laughs> and just healthy and uh, and happy. He did look happy, and he, he's just got a nice way about him, really. And um, first time I'd met him, but he, he's kind of exactly as you would imagine him to be, is, is my sense. Over in Nottingham, the women's final is still underway. Uh, Caroline Garcia and Donna Vekic are having a heck of a match uh, in the women's final there. Caroline Garcia serving to stay in it 4-5. I'm so pleased that they're getting that final played and getting it played on time because um, I think all of our hearts have gone out to the organisers of that tournament this week. You mentioned Donna Vekic. Did, did, uh, Did I tell you about... What the nice touch from you did, her. but tell the listeners. Um, she, I heard um, a couple of days ago, the tournament director here, Stephen Farrow, told me that uh, Donna Vekic, on the fourth consecutive day of rain, walked into the tournament director's office, and that's Rebecca James, who's you know obviously it's it's such a difficult thing to keep these things going and on track in any way, shape, or form, and that is unprecedented weather as far as I'm concerned. I've never come across weather like that. Donna Vekic comes in and says, can I have a quick word with you, please? And uh, Rebecca said, uh, yeah, sure, well, how can I help you? And she said, well, actually, I, I just wondered whether I could help you at all because, oh, wow. um, you know, I really, feel, I really feel bad for you. You know, it's, this has been so tough. Is there anything I can do? Is there anything we can do? And I just thought, what a lovely touch and yeah. uh, good for her. Yeah, and I, I, I'm, I'm so pleased with them that they've somehow found a way to get the final played on time. Cause and on time and on grass? On time and on grass. I'm not sure all rounds and all matches have been. No. Uh, they had to move quite a lot indoors, but they've got there in the end. And after that women's final, Dan Evans will play Gosoida of Japan Ooh. to continue the run. He's going to beat Gosoida. How much is he going to have in his tank? No, he's already beaten him. He's played him. Uh, yeah. Evgeny Donskoy, I yeah. think. Oh, right. Yeah. That yeah. was the semis. He beat him four and two, I think, Gosoida. I didn't know Gosoida was still going. And that was a ge- as I was saying <laughs> that, I realised how great that was. And it was genuinely inadvertent. That was so good. Okay. Uh, Denbosch, what's happening out there? They've played their final, have they? We've covered, yeah, Adrian Manorino beating Jordan Thompson. See, I told you Adrian Manorino was good, didn't I? He's in the mix. Let's not start that. <laughs> he is, though, isn't he? Semi finalist. Well, I'll think about it. If James Ward's in the mix. I don't, I don't know. I don't understand your mix reason. James Ward beat Manorino eight yep. years ago. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, he's in the mix. All right, carry on. Um, should we mention that Hall is happening of next course. week? Yeah, yeah it's, a, it's a big tournament. Roger Federer is there. Ends. 
<laughs> no, it's a great tournament. Uh, it is, and uh, and uh, you know we're going to cover them all on on the podcast. Obviously, we're here, so we're going to be focusing on this as the as the main um, meat of the show. But we'll we'll cover everything. And one last mention for Alison Risk, who's beaten the top seed Kiki Burton's in the women's final in Sogenbosch. Oh wow, she is, is a, she's a good grass. You know, we're talking about trying to identify proper old school clay court specialist well she yeah. is as old school a surface specialist on grass as there yeah. has ever been flat hitter it's just perfect for her yeah a joy so like, congratulations Alison Riss a bit like Sabine Lissicky in a few years ago she has that yeah. sort of attacking game he's, he's put the mic down again he's off and <laughs> a very quick mention of Birmingham next week with a slightly random but interesting doubles pairing Venus Williams and Harriet Dart <laughs> Go on, Harriet. <laughs> um, you know how everyone was asking about how Lopez and Murray came to be. Yeah, how is the how is the question? Okay, who made the approach? There is what I want. to Okay, know. there are questions to be asked. We might not be able to ask them personally, <laughs> but we will. We will get these questions we're on answered. That case. Yeah, we're on the case. That. <laughs> <laughs> what a bombshell. What a bombshell to drop right at the end of the podcast. Um, there'll be another seven of them from the FIFA G Championships this week. I'll be presenting for Prime Video. David will be running the show alongside Stephen Farrow, tournament director. Matt will be here running all the social media. Um, it's going to be great. I really can't wait. It's um, such a pleasure to be here, to be steeped in the history of this tournament and we will be back tomorrow we've been the tennis podcast brought to you in association with the telegraph simon briggs is here i'm sure we'll get a little briggs cameo um with our executive producers tennisballs.com with rio with a y and we'll be back tomorrow see you then flexibility is great that's why there's yoga Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 